Welcome to Half My Age, a weekly show in which a 25-year-old adult and a 50-year-old child help each other make sense of the world. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Mrs. Spilholm. How are you? Andrew. Well, I'm fine. It's been a hot little minute since we have spoken. It sure has. So I much think has we've happened. recorded one other episode in December, and that was in the first few days of December. Yeah, because what? Are you wearing a robe right now? I sure am. I'm wearing a, Are you in a fuzzy cozy robe? bathrobe. Did you get it for Christmas? I sure did. I also got a fuzzy robe for Christmas, but I'm not wearing it because I'm sort of hot here in my little closet. <laughs> I okay. love it. I've I've always wanted a bathrobe. You know I love watching MASH and you know that they just oh. walk around Korea in their bathrobes. Oh, that's funny that that's your, that's your index card on bathrobes. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, okay. Have you seen the SNL thing about moms getting robes for Christmas? Uh-uh. I'm going to put it in the show notes. It's brilliant. Kristen Wiig came and guest hosted the week before Christmas on SNL. Mm-hmm. And they do this amazing sketch about all the stuff that the kids and the dad and the dog get for Christmas. And mom, I got a robe. No, it's a really (laughs) nice robe. Oh, you got it. It's so good. It's so, so, so good and so accurate. And every mom will relate. But anyway, this year I got a robe. That's not all I got. But I I was a little bit spoiled this year, which was awesome. You look nice in your robe. It's nice looking at your face. Thank you. It's nice looking at your face, too. It's been quite Mm, a while. So much has changed. Uh, I mean... Yeah, new I'm, house who dis? Tell me I'm, all about it. New house who dis? Uh, Delaney and I have moved into the new house. Ah. It's it's great. It's perfect. It's much larger than we need. Uh, we're we're I think for the next ten years of our life we'll spend uh, our time our, our idle it. weekends <laughs> filling this house. Yeah. Uh, Whiskers loves it, of course. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. There's oh really? Maybe he's gonna be less tweaky. Do you think that's a possibility? I hope so. He's Maybe his problem all along is he me. needed to roam around and have some space. Yeah, may, he just needs a uh, he just needs a kingdom. Who knew? Well, God bless it. I, I wish the best for Whiskers in his new kingdom. Do you have landscaping, or do you have to deal with that too? We have landscaping in the front yard, but not the backyard. And like our backyard a... is tricky because it's kind of the the backyard is essentially a drainage. Uh, there's a big slope in a I don't know a valley, a canyon. Uh, that oh. goes right through the middle of it and then along the side of the house to the front street, to the street in front of our house. Uh-huh. So it's not like a big flat thing where you could turn it into a soccer field where the neighborhood kids could play. Okay, uh, but could it be a sledding hill? Not not that big either. Oh. I, I think uh, from, from our back door to the back fence is probably 10 yards. So it's not a lot of space. Hmm. Um, and it's at a slope, you say? And it's at a slope. You'll have to come see So you see could it. do some like terraced... Vegetation rice paddies are built on <laughs> hills. I'm going to suggest that you want mash. Speaking of mash, that is a good um, idea. I had, I had not could, considered that turning it into an urban farm. Sure, terraced terraced vegetation is. I'm going to say, <laughs> uh, ten yards is enough of a little sledding hill for very little children. Okay, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, can I come see it soon? Yeah, come see it soon. I guess we can wear masks Sunday. and stay six feet apart. You got a whole you got a whole complex there. That's right. Yeah, our, our house is large enough that uh, everyone can easily have their own six-foot bubble and still have oh, room to run. I can't wait to see it. I'm not kidding. I'm going to come down probably this week. Do it. Um, and you wanted to commission some pottery bowls. I'm interested about that. Is that for the new house? Is that part of your effort to fill it up with shit? No, that's for the mother-in-law. The mother-in-law is jealous of our scrofito bowls that okay. you made. You and don't she, want them she wants some of her color. own. Okay. 
No, I'm, you know, a, I'm a black and white color. person. Can you imagine I me know. with a Red Bull? That'd be scandalous. No, a Red Bull? Yeah, you see the world in black and white. No doubt about it. Yeah, I've done the red before. I don't really prefer it, but I'll try. I'll give it a shot. That's not going to happen anytime soon, but we'll get there. Well, I was I just haven't thrown pottery for a while. I was going to say, it's been, it seems like it's been a long time since you've sent me any pictures of pottery. And it's granted, been a while. It is kind of off season. Uh, it's off then, season, but I have the wheels indoors now and I have a heater so I can do it. Um, I will tell you the truth about it is that one of the things I really hurt my knuckle, my thumb and my arm this summer. I mean, I was in quite a lot of pain and that in pottery just seemed like it would be awful. And for so at some point I threw through it and it just I've, I've been in a little pain. I think it's getting better, but that's actually been part of it. And then, you know, there's just a lot of other things taking up my time and I need new clay. So we'll get to it. Yeah. I've moved the wheels inside, but they are still, it's still a little chilly in there. But yeah, anyway, I'll get back to it. But yeah, I haven't done much of that. I did a lot of making of food for Christmas. You did? I went into my garden. Um, Is your garden still freezer? producing in December? No, no, no. no sorry. Oh. Nope. I went into my freezer where I had like flash frozen a bunch of stuff, uh, produce for this from the summer. Mm-hmm. And I did what I intended to do with it. I made things to give away at Christmas. It was great. I made pesto. I made chimichurri that rocks. I made tomato jam, which is like you boil down some tomatoes, reduce them, and add a little vinegar and some salt and pepper and some herbs. And it's like a nice thing to put on a, you know, like a crusty bread oh, yeah, or a Christini. sandwich. Crostini mm. or, or, you know, um, bruschetta. Uh, you can add it to an egg sandwich. It just elevates it. Delicious. Um, what else? Uh, lavender. I, I took some of the lavender that I had dried and made it into little sachets. So I did what I intended to do with my produce. But it's like, finally, that garden really just gave and gave and gave and was actually kind of um, annoying, really. <laughs> uh, listen, I went it. overboard. I loved garden, it. you would be insane. Insane. That was the point is that it was the pandemic garden and it was overboard because I planted too much and then had to harvest it all. Um, I have some pickled peppers. You had some of those. You pickled ate them right pecker, out of the jar. Pickled peppers. Uh-huh. So I'll probably bring you some stuff. Anyway, um, yeah, well, Merry Christmas. How was the Christmas in the new house? The Christmas in the new house was great. Lots of trips to Lowe's. Uh, sure. And I have to say, it doesn't it doesn't quite feel like Christmas yet because of the new surroundings, yet. right? It's, it's hard yeah. to... It's hard to... First of all, Delaney and I haven't been together long enough that we have well-established traditions yet. Nope. And throwing a new setting into the mix makes it feel even less traditional. Like days before, right? Days you, before Christmas, you have a new setting. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we moved you in established, the week you before established Christmas. This, I know. You established it was your very first Christmas. I love that. You don't have a, traditions established, and it's a weird year anyway. So you started some new things just by being in that house. Mm-hmm, that's right. And so, I mean, the, the new tradition is uh, <laughs> that you go to Lowe's and you caulk the shower and you... <laughs> yeah. On Christmas Day? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All the time. We, we, I've, Hell um, yeah. All the I've, time. <laughs> I, I've tried to recalk that shower twice now and it's still oh, got a, a leak in the bottom. What? Um, I thought this was a brand new house with no with no issues. It is a brand new house with, with mild issues. Um, and <sighs> it, was kind of, it was kind of funny when the guy walked us through our house before closing. He's like, the number one reason why I get called back is because the shower pan leaks. And it's like, well... Why don't you all do a better job? Can you? Is it is it possible to have a watertight shower? It seems like that's a, a basic function of a shower. Sure does. Uh, but Wait, I mean, who says that to you? There's so when you buy a new build, they they assign they call them the superintendent. I think. Okay. 
the soup. And, the soup. Uh, you got the soup. He, he's responsible. He does. He does a walk through the week before okay. you take possession of your house, and you go and you put blue tape on all the things that look like they need touch-ups or are broken and need fixed and that sort of thing. Okay. And then 30 minutes before our closing, he walked us through the house again to say, look, here are the things that we cared enough to fix. Uh-huh, <laughs> and so, uh-huh, uh-huh, some uh-huh. of them didn't get fixed. Uh, and slight leak in the shower is just not on the list. A slight leak in the shower is a known uh, a known <gasps> problem with, with uh, what? not a fix. So what I did was I bought the special bath and kitchen silicone caulk and i went oh i'm familiar i I filled in the grout lines because the water seemed to be getting in along the grout lines sure uh and i did that twice and we've still got a leak and the leak is much smaller than it used to be um but Mm. i think what i need to do i I might need to rip out all the existing silicone and start fresh so you've got like a nice clean surface for it well yeah that's kind of the secret of caulking to begin with yeah, well, I wish you would have yeah. told me that a week ago, Phil. Well, I w- I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I did not have the perspicacity to let you know in advance. But I do think that is true with silicone caulk, pronounce the L. Um, I do think you have to pull it out and start again. Yeah. Because caulk doesn't stick very well to caulk. Yeah. I know yeah, it seems like That's what I'm should. learning. So, but yeah. this, this um, move-in's been a bunch of small little household that tasks. That is I fascinating blinds, to me. Curtains. Uh, because the thing of any time you move, there's always the thing of like, we just want to live in our house now. We've been fixing and decorating and painting and making it to our specs. And at a certain point, everybody just goes, I just want to live in this house. You know, mm-hmm. that's interesting to me that in a new build, I'm sure there's less of it. Um, are you painting walls and stuff like that? Nope. Nope. Yeah. You'll get a kick out of our color. <laughs> our color in our house is called agreeable gray, which I agreeable think is gray. perfect. It's perfect. It's you. It's literally you. <laughs> Show title. Up title. Agreeable, Agreeable gray. gray. That's you. Do you spell it, gray you, with you, an you E wearing, or an A? I prefer it with an E. I think it's fancier. Yeah, it does nicer. look fancier. I agree. Your uh, your bathrobe right now is agreeable gray. <laughs> My whole life is agreeable gray. It kind of is. That's adorable. <laughs> My home is painted in a pretty agreeable gray paint on the inside, which I would not have chosen, but it's been delightful. It's it's very um you know any any new flip is going to be an agreeable agreeable gray. agreeable it's so cute that's such a good word <laughs> and it's good for you guys you don't have any art whatever no not yet we've got oh. it's funny we've got um the couple things that I've had framed I guess I only framed one of them Delaney framed the other they're they're tiny they're meant for a small apartment <laughs> or a small wall. And we have these massive expanses of agreeable gray. Yeah, you need some big-ass paintings and stuff. That's right. Oh, man, that sounds fun and also exhausting. Of course, I did the opposite when I moved into the dollhouse, right? I had purchased, as you will remember, a pretty big piece of art for myself. It was one of my first divorce-to-myself gifts, a painting I'd wanted for a long time without knowing where I would be, and built my entire living room around it. But when we came into the living room and started to unload stuff, Kim and I looked at the walls and went, it doesn't fit here because there's a chair rail. I mean, I bought a big piece of art not knowing where I'd be kind. That's some kind of folly. I don't regret it. It's great. But you guys are the opposite, like these huge expanses. I also feel very much like I have filled up the dollhouse. Like I got a blender for Christmas from my sweet mother. And you got to think, oh, I'm going to put that blender. Where does that Mm -hmm. go? Yeah, I've got the opposite problem right now. Yeah, you do. We've got three closets with nothing to put in them. We've got a walk-in pantry, also with nothing in it. 
Uh, you have got so much room for a Hobart stand mixer. God damn oh, it. Oh, I do. And I found out that they make, <laughs> uh, you know, I was looking at the floor standing stand mixers sure. because, you know, you got to make your cookies in bulk. Uh, yeah. But I found out that they also have a model that's a little bit larger than your normal KitchenAid oh. stand mixer that goes on your countertop. Uh-huh. So I got really excited. I found the solution. What I, what I, okay. uh, is, is kind of the compromise mixer where it's still a Hobart. It's still commercial grade. Sure. But it's also not offensively large. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Has uh, your wife given you permission to let that into the house? No, it's $3,500. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, there's different things you have to do with that. I, I haven't oh, given myself funny. permission for that yet. <laughs> no, that's insane. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's it. You're filling up stuff. It's just so funny because I've lived here you know, going on two years now and it's just one person here and everything, but, and it's not, I don't know. It's funny. It's not like I've accumulated stuff. In fact, I love purging, but it is just funny. It's like, okay, I'm full up. I'm full up at the dollhouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to, got to start. That's how we were at the around. apartment. We've, we've done, yeah. done a whole 180, uh, mm-hmm. where we, we were full and now we're empty. Yeah. But it's all very agreeable. And gray. <laughs> ah, I can't wait to see it. All right. Try to come this week. Um, okay, so that was, Christmas was good. My son George was home for Christmas. Nice. And I got to see him, which was also agreeable. It's great. My son Augie's still in France. That's sad. I don't get to see him because of COVID. That's how it was. You know, it was for most every one of us. It was a it was a year of adapting to things, wasn't it? Because we can't gather as we would and we can't go and do things as we would. So we made the best of it. And Did you I guys have a, a, uh, a family Zoom call or something to bring Augie in? Yep. Actually, the, what was cute is that when we were with my brother and sister-in-law and their son, so we were just gathered in very small groups, right, as socially distanced as we can be, I noticed that George and his cousin Liam were, we heard them in the kitchen FaceTiming Augie. And we were like, that's awesome. And they were calling Augie to learn some swear words in French. Merde. Yeah, but beyond that, which is amazing. Like, that's a perfect Christmas call from the teenagers, right? It was cute. Um, yeah, so we did that, and I got to talk to Augie a couple times, and it was kind of nice. I'll tell you what. Um, heartbreaking to not see my kid for over a year. Has it really been in, more than a year? It will be in January. It'll wow. It'll be a year in January. That's amazing. Since, you know, my father's funeral, he came home for that. So it'll be over a year, and that's weird, but thanks to the Festivus miracle of FaceTime, it's not like... You know, we're sending airmail letters and don't know how he is on a daily basis. And I will tell you, a mother's heart, nothing makes me happier than knowing he is generally so happy and content with his life and where he wants to be. And he's worked hard to be there. And I, that's, that's not heartbreaking. Bummer I didn't get to see him at Christmas, but that's great. And both of my boys, Andrew, have have been in the past week or two really been coming around and ah, feels like a Christmas miracle, acknowledging some of the stuff I've done for them and, you know, they're just past, they're truly getting out of that teenage um, tunnel of having to rebel and give mom a hard time. Well, their brains have formed we'll together, right? Their I brains mean... are forming. Their brains are forming and it is so gratifying to know and it is so worth it. Any parents who are out there struggling with that, you know better than anybody, Andrew, what a thing I went through, especially with my eldest and to have him come around and say, thanks, mom. We see what you did for us and... Thanks, Mom. That must have been hard. Oh, my God. It's it's pretty beautiful. Well, pretty beautiful. It's only going to get better. I think that right yep. now yeah. at 27, uh, my relationship with both my parents is better than it's ever been because sure. I feel like, you know, I'm removed from the, the teenager stuff. 
I yeah. no longer have, they, they no longer feel like they need to parent me. I no longer have, I'm not causing the problems that I used to cause. Uh, I think it just gets better and better from here on out. Oh, it certainly does. And I will never forget the moments, many moments that I had when I had babies in my own arms going, oh, now I get why my parents did what they did. And so much is forgiven. Absolutely. Oh, it's a known thing, right? That we all, the parents get a lot, lot smarter as you kids become 27, 28, 30. Oh, the parents suddenly get a lot smarter. That's a known thing. On the other (laughs) hand, a dear friend of mine, whom we kind of thought was out of the woods during this Christmas holiday and during the online schooling and everything else, has been calling me about her teenager going, oh my God, your book is coming true. I mean, I've had a couple of almost emergency panic calls about, I cannot believe my teenager is straying now in this way. And I mean, it's just, it's just coming all together. Like, and we thought we were kind of out of the woods with this one. And nope, nope, you don't earn your parenting card until somebody punches a hole in the drywall might be you. You never know. Uh, it's just interesting how, how funny that is. Um, I tried to send you, but I don't understand Instagram live. Did you see the other funny videos I did for that fake? I did see American Gothic. Mm-hmm. It is very funny. I like. Uh, there's Not something about funny, that but... painting. I like it, and I want. Uh, I want to recreate it with Delaney and I in front of our new house. <gasps> Please let me do that. Let me be a part of that project. I, okay, readers, you know what we're talking about the American Gothic painting. We'll put it in show notes, and hopefully, we'll find a way to put my video in show notes. Oh yeah, I've got it on YouTube now. I'm not supposed to share it on my socials, but it's fine because they own that content. Oh my God, yes, please, you and Delaney in front. It's technically the farmer and the farmer's daughter, but whatever. Yeah, I didn't realize that uh, until I watched your video. It's Thank e- you. even I'm though it's comedy, you. I, I uh, learn a surprising amount from your art reviews. That's really my brand, isn't it, Andrew? That's exactly right. And did you see the other one about um, the Rubens painting? Was that the first one? No. I did one for Christmas Day. They broadcast it on Christmas Day. It's, it's the Gifts of the Magi, Gifts of the Magi. I haven't seen I'll it yet. I'll send you that I, one, too. It's even funnier. I'm off Instagram right now. I, I got know. I got a new phone a while ago, and I haven't put Instagram on it. So I'm... I'm uh, Missing out on some things, but... Uh, yeah, you're better than the rest of us if you're off Instagram. I don't understand IGTV. I don't understand how to add things <laughs> to my story. And every time a young person tries to show me, I literally go, I, I don't care. I don't care. But it's that. It's called Laugh Gallery. And they continue. They actually reached out to me and said, can you do a special assignment? And I gave them those two. And they paid me more than the first ones where I just submitted on my own. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Should you choose to accept it? Yeah. You have to so eat, on special eat this assignment. message when you've read it. So that was funny to do the American Gothic one, circling back to that. They provided, okay, it was interesting. They sent me, hey, can you do some holiday stuff? We want to get some holiday trending stuff on our Instagram. Do you want to do some holiday reviews? And you can start here. And they sent me this link to Santa Gallery or whatever. I'll put it in the notes um, where this guy has done what? The, the 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 painting that I critiqued, which has added Santa Claus to a bunch of iconic paintings. So oh, you and Delaney yes. should do your American that. Gothic, you know, painting in front of your house. But this was a guy who took and replaced the farmer's daughter with, with Santa Santa Claus, and there were a bunch of them like that, like the Venus on the shell. It was Santa Claus. Um, but here's the thing: I, I they they sent me that link to that, and I sat there and I was with friends. Even I was like, "What the hell am I supposed to do with this? It's already a joke." <laughs> right. It's already a joke. So I was pretty proud of coming up with that, like that we that, you know, the the premise there for my thing is that we've uncovered the the original American Gothic. And I could have gone so many more political or kind of inappropriate ways with that. Like it, Santa Claus must have been his lover or whatever. But it was it was Christmas. Come on. I kept it clean. 
and it is then, funny. And there, there's something yeah. about the word jolly. You talked about how yeah. uh, his his belly is indicative of jolliness or something. He could only be described as jolly. <laughs> I just took words from the Twas the Night Before Christmas. Um, yeah, yeah. That was fun, though. That was a fun little holiday thing to do. Um, I'll send you the other one. We'll put them in notes because, yes, I do have them on YouTube. Now, I'm kind of proud of those, and I intend to keep making those. They don't pay a lot, but they pay something. And at this point, we're still looking for a real job. So we're, we're you know, I'm limping along with all of the other voiceover and stuff like that. So yay for jobs. Yeah, yay for jobs. Yay for jobs. Um, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? Anything good? Caulking your shower again? We are, I don't know if I can say it on this program. It's okay. Kind of, it's kind of naughty. I just did some naughty things too, as you know. We're having a, another couple over for New Year's Eve, yeah. and uh, their newborn baby. And I'm, <gasps> I'm what's pro- the name of that? Can you tell me the name of that baby? Yeah, not not on air though. Okay, can you tell me if it's a girl or a boy on air? Yeah, it's a girl, a little <gasps> baby girl. Yeah, mm. okay. Lucky <laughs> duck. I haven't held a baby in nine months. Okay. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. That's the, I know, right? Well, you know, I, I did some naughty things. I traveled a little bit. Yeah. I saw, <laughs> I saw those pictures of you on a beach and that seemed, yeah. uh, that seemed awfully, uh, like, that seemed like a great escape, right? Right. right amazing escape. Of, uh, being quarantined and stuck in the same place for months at a time. Which is not, you know, I've spent uh, long stretches of time not going anywhere on vacation, but by having the no ability, the mandate, yeah, yeah exactly. no no ability to go on vacation, someone telling yeah. you no way, you must stay at home. Uh, yep. That just makes you want it so much more. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that was a little. I mean, I didn't publicize that I was doing that because unnecessary travel. You know, I mean, listen, I was super careful and everything else, but and I don't want to say much about it, but. We'll just say it did not suck to get into some salt water for a few hours and then just headed back home. It was pretty great. I'm a lucky girl. That was amazing. It was the best beach I've seen in a year. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of cloudy and everything else, and we only had a little bit of time, but it was a jump in and jump out. I'm very grateful. Um, yep. I'm not going to say much more about it because haters going to hate. That's right. And that's unnecessary travel. But I would think it is necessary travel because it was satisfied my soul, Andrew, and my soul has been... Not well in the pandemic, so we'll yeah. call it a mental health break. It's funny how little uh, how little mental health counts for uh, in in the uh, in the American system, right? It's yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, really, and I think that maybe maybe the pandemic is bringing that out that people are realizing, like the toll it's taking on the mental health of so many people to not have their outlet, whatever it may be, wholesome or not. For a lot of people, I worried in the fall, like for a lot of people having no televised sports for a while. Oh, I worried sure. about the rage that that would, you know, you got your man cave and no sports. What's going to happen to you and your mental health and your family? Um, well, I wonder about yeah. that because uh, uh, televised sports, they say, causes a lot of domestic violence. Yeah, and I wonder if like you that. if you have no televised sports, does that increase domestic violence because people are just angry? Or does it decrease because their team can't lose? Okay, right. But I think, well, in general, I believe that the numbers show that domestic violence has been on the uptick during the pandemic. I just think of it as people pacing and not having their outlet. And that's just one example, not having the outlet of travel or seeing your family or seeing your grandchildren. All of it. My my good golly, I don't have a place to perform. 
that's a mental health issue right here. You know, it really has been. Um, So anyway, I got a little break and I am a very lucky, lucky, spoiled little bitch is what I am right now. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to say anything more about that. But okay, so you're having a couple over for New Year's Eve and you're going to wear masks and stay socially distant and play games. Uh, probably, maybe. We'll, we'll maybe you dinner. can have them caulk some shit for you, really. Put Seriously. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is I do have a giant unfinished basement, uh, yeah. large enough to play Can Jam in, right? I, I could have a regulation cornhole game in my basement. Uh, I was going to say floor hockey. Floor hockey for sure. I just don't uh-huh. have the, uh, I need to go to my parents' house and steal our old hockey sticks from when we were oh, in first yeah. grade. Easy. Oh, that's funny. Watching watching you sneeze or cough on mute is hilarious. Okay, good. I'm glad I <laughs> muted it that time, though. I had a little sneeze. Uh, I got a little sinuses. Um, okay, so, yeah, right. Oh, all the things you can do in an unfinished basement. How fun. Right. You can knock out teeth. You can. Have you just run around and, like, yelled like you would have done when you were in third grade? It's funny. Just there There is around, a lot of uh, yelling in this new house <laughs> because in, in our little apartment, Delaney and oh, I funny. can whisper from one end and the person sure. can hear it in the bathroom with the closed door. Oh, interesting. Uh, and in this new place, it's very easy to lose track of each other. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. And right. And now maybe you'll become a family that yells from the next room mm-hmm. in a jolly way. I'm sure it won't be. It won't be aggressive yelling but that's funny lose track of each other that's funny <laughs> better better that than having to text each other right where are you oh i'm in yeah. the, i'm in the bedroom or the basement yeah oh that's funny okay well that seems all very lovely and i can't wait to see this house i really will come down and pop by is delaney working in person or from home these days she's working from home uh and i think i'm not sure if the boss has intentions to go back after the first or not it's kind of unknown at this point mm-hmm. um i think she she has the kind of boss who would prefer that everybody's in the office uh and it seems like universally everyone would prefer to continue working from home so heck yeah i, I don't know who's going to have the hard conversation or who's going to hmm. start it but yeah uh, I, I think when probably needs to happen yeah, yeah, interesting. But if I, my point is, if I come by, you should definitely both be there, unless you're at Lowe's. Right, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> which mm-hmm. is quite often. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. I mean, I really am feeling lately, once again, like, geez, I bit off a lot when I bought this whole house and the property. You know, just the little things. You know, I go back to light bulbs. My dream, really, is if I had a house with one kind of light bulb. Oh, yeah. It's not going to happen, I obviously. With that. Oh, my God. The light bulb situation, untenable. I mean, I just, it's constant and everything is a little bit different. I've got, I mean, like, I I am proud of myself that I have an organizer in, I mean, it's so t- t- small here, but I have an organized shelf of most of the kinds of light bulbs that I have in my home, mm-hmm. but just stuff like that or call. Well, I, I know you've got some uh, fashion light bulbs with the uh, old school, old timey. Oh, yeah. Those I haven't. Elements. Those aren't even the problem. Those are like rock and I haven't had to replace. But I, I would think that these days, most of the lights that you're replacing should be replaced with like LEDs that shouldn't go yeah. out for like 10 years they or something, They should right? seven years. I don't know why. And maybe I'm just one by one. Like yesterday, I replaced two, one in the ceiling fan and one in my bathroom. And mm-hmm. yes, they are LED. So I don't know. They're supposed to last for seven years. I have not kept a spreadsheet if 
like the middle light in my three light fixture in my bathroom, if I've replaced the one and the two because it was just time and now I've replaced the third. I don't know. Okay, get this. Then I have tube lights, fluorescent tube lights in the garage and the studio. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And those are always a pain in the ass. I don't even know how to touch that. (laughs) That scares the shit out of me. So I went and got them and I had other people put them in for me. Thank you for that. They're, they're not too bad. My uh, grandfather, he's got a commercial space that's all got those tube lights. And he's got three different kinds of uh, fixtures. Like some of them are six foot tube lights. Some of them are yeah. three foot tube lights. Uh, and, you know, it's always exciting because you've got to get on top of a ladder with a very fragile, very long uh, <laughs> sure. tube light. And then, and yeah, then exactly. And those things can crack. Out- yeah. I broke one before, like a year ago, when I tried to replace one in my studio. I totally broke it. So now I have other people put them up for me. Hey, do you see a flashing going on on our video every mm-hmm. once in a while? A no. little flash between me and you. doesn't matter. We're not going to record the video, but it's nice to look at your face. That helps. Um, I was thinking. I, it seems yeah. like a lot of podcasts, have, they, they cross post. They publish yeah, they their do. normal episode, and then they put the same thing on YouTube with some YouTube. kind of background. I watch some of them now, yeah. And I, I was wondering if maybe I should upload our back catalog to YouTube. I wonder if that might oh. find us some new listeners. Sure, it probably would. I mean, there's no video. Yeah, yeah, but I, I understand like, that people just leave them on the, in the background anyway. Sure, sure, sure. That's just how they listen to them. Absolutely. Yeah, and we could find some hilarious video of like, oh my god, my brother has a comedy cat. We could just have videos of that cat doing a antics. Comedy cat. <laughs> this, but I'm not kidding. My brother has a cat. I love this cat. I call it the comedy cat. That's not his name. I don't care. He does comedy. I watch him work on his comedy. I have respect for this cat. It's like you can see him intensely thinking about his jokes. He's working on some new physical comedy. Uh, this cat is very funny. I, I really, I love this comedy cat. <laughs> I really do. We could have video of him dancing around is what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. Put it on YouTube. Do that, Andrew. Um, hey, yes. speaking of flashing. So one of my new hobbies lately is that I listen to air traffic control towers mm-hmm. from time to time because um, you can get an app where you can hear. And yep. Uh, yep. the other or night. Niner, I, Niner, uh-huh. India, uh, uh-huh. Foxtrot, Delta. Correct. Yep. All that. Okay. So the other night I'm listening and it was Christmas Eve night and I'm listening. For a certain, you know, I'm just listening for the numbers of a certain plane taken off. Okay. And I hear, and I'm only half listening because I'm dealing with Christmas Eve crap by myself in my kitchen. And I hear plane gets hit with something and they're checking into the tower. We got hit, hit. Uh, what side of the aircraft? Is everything fine? Roger that, you know, da, da, da. I hear it again. Another plane says we got hit too. I'm like, what is going on? A bird, whatever. I hear then finally they're saying there's a green laser hitting us. We just got hit by a green laser. Hmm. And then there, the other um, the other airplanes are, you know, pilots are checking in with it and saying, and then they identify it's coming from the Chatfield area. And da, 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 da. And because, um, you know, that's illegal to flash airplanes with a really powerful laser, Andrew. I know that. Mm-hmm. So isn't that interesting? And I was hearing all this drama going on. And I think it was probably Santa. It's probably Ooh. interference from Santa. I would believe that. Do you ever watch the NORAD Santa Tracker with your sons when they were younger? of course. Yes. I love that. Right. Of course. Although, uh, maybe it was, do you know the Year Without a Santa Claus, dumb old school TV, made for TV special? No, ma'am. With Heat Miser and I think he's called Freeze Miser. 
Sheepmiser, uh-uh. I'm Mr. Fritz. They're, it's, they're, they're fighting. It's two. We've watched. We watched it this year, and it's so funny because that's what we were raised with, and it's like very um, Jewishy, very queeny. Uh, fight in the air between two brothers. One likes everything cold and likes to freeze things and one likes everything hot. And they have these hilarious, like, draggy numbers with big show tuny, like a lot of horns and stuff. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> and then Mother Nature has to make them work it out. Like, boys, boys, get it together. But anyway, it might have been it might have been him trying to freeze out Santa Claus. But it was very funny, Andrew. I thought it was very amusing. That's I'm, I'm really surprised that... Uh... One, someone can hit an airplane with a laser pointer because, uh, you know, they're up at 30,000 feet or whatever. That's that's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty impressive, uh, mm-hmm. especially with a handheld laser pointer. Uh, and two, the, I, I don't understand why people would do it because I know that like, that's like a universally known bad thing. You're not supposed to do that. Well, that's what I asked. Like, what is the point? What are you doing there? Just fucking with them is the truth. And the pilots just it, it like might blind them. I mean, it's not actually doing any damage. In fact... The pilot I was talking to about it saying, is it hitting your airplane and do you think it is Santa? He said, oh, lasers never hit my airplane because that would require some paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Mad respect for that. <laughs> so it's right. I know. Well, my son George then told me on Christmas Day, I don't even think we were talking about that. He was just saying that in high school, one of the things he thought he might buy for himself with his hard-earned money, but it was you know $400, was a laser that can cut through a balloon mm-hmm. like it can actually cut through things and i'm like so it's a lightsaber and of course george is like yeah basically um so it's those that i know i mean right it's just people doing mischief is exactly what it is or it was santa claus interference i don't know andrew why would people <laughs> do mischief to airplanes i don't know people do all kinds of shitty things i'll tell you that they sure do my son george can't wait to take his next CAD class or materials class or something, but he doesn't get to take it this semester, which is a bummer because what he told me is he wants to make a new, oh gosh, oh yeah, lightsaber hilt. Yeah. That's the, oh, my, you know what that My means. brother, uh, he's also taking engineering classes and he had his first, uh, I don't know, machining class. Yeah, right. Yep. And, and mm-hmm. he's taking a CAD class and I'm so jealous. Mm-hmm. I wish that I had done that in college. <laughs> And I don't know why I didn't. That that kind of stuff is the stuff that fascinates me to this day. I think about my giant basement, my giant unfinished basement, and I, I daydream about putting a lathe down there and a milling machine, a lathe, and a pottery know. wheel, a three D printer. You can do it all. I, I the 3D printer for sure. I've I've already oh. been looking at those. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I, I just I want to I want to build this giant maker's studio, but I don't have any of the uh, time or know how or. You yeah, know. no, no, no. But it's, it's interesting, isn't it? It's just I like the idea of the possibility. Right. I like in Georgia's machining class this year. Also, things were not, you know, they were pretty socially distant. They weren't meeting much in person and the labs got shut down. But he made a like one inch by one inch perfect aluminum cube. Oh, yeah. Hey, yo. I mean, I guess that's how you start. It's not a lightsaber lathe. Lathe? No. Hilt. Hilt. That's what he wants to make. And that's what he told me. It's hilarious. It's Oh, also, um, when I was having brunch getting poisoned by pierogi, 
Um, oh yeah, I, I forgot just, about that. I yeah, can't believe I'm glad we're, we're you forgot about minutes it. into this and yeah, we haven't talked about just, your poisoning. No. All right, well, we can end with that. <laughs> nice. So anyway, we were there at, by the light of day having brunch at Kinga's, which is a place that normally in the before times was the first place I ever earned a dollar in comedy by roasting my friends. You'll remember that. And a place where like the craziest shit happens on Tuesday night from 11 to 2 in the morning. And we're there eating brunch out of doors by the light of day. It was real weird. But I had been talking to my son about Baby Yoda mm-hmm. beforehand, and his name is Grogu. Thank you very much. So while I'm sitting there having lunch, and my son is nowhere to be found, I'm having brunch, my phone tells me, do you want to see Grogu in your space? And it did one of those 3D, like 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 Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. So Baby Yoda was right there having brunch with us. Oh, my goodness. Hilarious. You are so uh, blessed, so fortunate that, that So blessed. That Hashtag Grogu- blessed chose yeah. to appear yeah. at your brunch yeah yeah he was drinking he was drinking joe's um mimosa you could see it it was crazy <laughs> yeah um i know he just showed up there um yeah okay we can end with that i you said it yesterday perfectly it's not like skydiving or something but i've known for a long time that i am sensitive to sugar super like it really is not worth it for me usually to eat sugar because it it truly just makes me sick and messes with my hormones and i'm an inflamed person and all of that so i really don't eat sugar People say to me, oh, that's right. You don't like sugar. And I go, no, I love sugar as much as the next guy. I want to put my face into a pie like everybody else. But I have learned it's really almost never worth it for me. Well, we might be getting to the point. I know I try to eat low carbs and slow carbs, but. Did you hear that sneeze? No, but I watched it. <laughs> yeah, funny that, that was me. But sneezing is awful to watch. It's sure fun, though. Um, okay, so we were having this brunch, and I was so giddy because, listen, baby Yoda was there. I'm at Kinga's in the middle of the day with a man I like. Everything's feeling pretty top of the world. And I guess I just lost my brain because what we did is we ordered bottomless mimosa. You and I have done that. It's oh, fun. sure. They bring you the carafe. Also, there's very little alcohol in that. I'm just drinking giant vats of orange juice, which I should really never do. And I know that about myself. (laughs) I am better in that case to just drink the Prosecco or to just drink straight up alcohol. The sugar is what poisons me. Okay. I know that, but I'm feeling fine. And then we're eating, we ordered the all you can eat pierogi plate and they're small. And we're like, it's not a challenge. We don't have to eat all day long, but you know, they're delicious. I was sick for two days. (laughs) I mean, Felt great for a minute. Oh, Afterwards, laid out by got a in the car. I'm not kidding. I <laughs> like the first indication was, oh, I went to Lowe's. Speaking of which, because I had to get some new blinds, and we're like walking through Lowe's, and I'm I gotta lie down. Like I am so so tired. Like wow, so tired. Well, we stayed up too late. It must be that. No, no, no. Took a full on nap in the middle of the day. The gastrointestinal suffering I had for two days head fog, headache, did not feel for myself for two myself for two full days. Not even funny. I mean, I poisoned myself with carbs and sugar. I could have done <laughs> like had an egg and a bacon and two pierogi, but no, no, no. I just ate full on potato and carbs. Oh my God. It was delicious, but I can't do it, Andrew. That is what it is to be old. I'm just telling you. That's so funny. I, 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 oh. I can't imagine a day where I will be, uh, 
<laughs> laid out by a tray of pierogies. <laughs> Isn't that a bummer? I know you can't. You're not even 30 and enjoy it while you can, young man. It is absolutely a sign of old age. Where, right. And like you said, it's not like you're giving up skydiving. It's like, no, I can no longer carbon. Right, I know right. that. <laughs> and none of us should. And I don't get enough exercise to justify that many carbs, even though I take nice walks and stuff. You know, in the back in the day when I was an athlete, I could. But oh, my God, Andrew. It's depressing. It's depressing. That, but that is true. Yep. And you don't go anywhere without your toms. And oh, come on. <laughs> I know. It's just the truth of being oh, old. What a drag it we is We also realize that what a drag it is getting old. Mick Jagger said it all. And also, like, you realize everybody does at this age. At a restaurant, we, do, we should not order two entrees ever when you're out with two people. We can order one and share it, maybe an app, and then if we need more, we can get it. But chances are good we're not going to eat all that food because we are old. <laughs> okay, I'm just telling you. No one warned me at, about at least, my future. At least you have the uh, self-awareness and the comfort with yourself to admit it, right? There, there's oh, a lot yeah. of people who are still deniers, and they're, they're, yeah. trying to, uh, they're trying to keep up with the kids. Oh. And I think there's an industry of like antacids and stuff and sort of Larry, the cable guy, pitching those antacids of like, just keep eating, just keep destroying your body and just take meds for it and, you know, mitigate in these ways. No, it's not funny. I can't think. I can't do anything. And then I did it Christmas time, too. I sort of I just think I never quite recovered from my pierogi poisoning. And then um, Christmas time, I just ate. I think I just got to go to a lean and mean diet for, you know, it is the time of year. When we all do that. But what I love is that I've not been indulging in these crazy Christmas cookies and brownies and all the stuff. Plate of pierogies. Set. My system is like a microchip, okay? And just one plate of pierogies. Can well, fuck it all. You're, you're like uh, you're like Achilles. Your, your heel is your stomach. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. Okay. Well, that is holiday-rific, isn't it? It sure is. Well, it's good catching well, up with you, Mrs. Phil. Yeah, I, it's I hope that it up. you come visit. Uh, I don't know. You could come this afternoon if you felt like it. Yeah, we'll see about that, Andrew. I have, you know, some things in my life. Of course you um, do. But no, yeah, I'll come soon and uh, check it out. Uh, and you're you're just decorating in shades of agreeable gray, so don't I don't need to worry about. I was wondering about a pop of red in your house. It was very concerning to me. I think uh, I think green is going to be our accent color, and it's going to come in the form of plants. Great. You know, I love that. You should, my plant corner is bananas. Um, it's not bananas. It's ferns and a money tree. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like a tropical garden. It's actually gotten out of control in my corner. I cut back my fern the other day because it was just so big. I couldn't it, – it's, it's just taking up too much space, and I felt terrible. I'm cutting off all of these really healthy – big fern leaves but it just keeps thriving it's great it, that does feel nice okay yeah we'll come see you and uh happy new year to everyone it probably will be new year's before we record again oh i just saw a good meme this morning that said um for the first time ever on uh january 1 at 1201 a.m hindsight will literally be 2020 oh nice that's cool <laughs> I'm grateful for a lot of things, even in this crazy year. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. One of them, right. uh, you know, one of those things is having a good friend like Mrs. Philholm. Oh, that's nice, Andrew. Oh, holy cow. You got married and bought a house. So much is good for you. You dear. Yeah. And uh, I met a not so average Joe. That's pretty nice, too. I'm grateful. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Talk All right. Thanks. Bye, Andrew. Bye, Mrs. Philholm. <laughs> 